Hello, and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi, everyone. So today I'm going to be doing a review on the book Dragons, Heroes, Myths, and Legends, The Medieval Art of Storytelling. I really enjoyed this book, and just so I've said it, it's also a really aesthetically pleasing book that caught my eye while I was just browsing the bookstore, and I had been on a bit of a folklore or legend-based subject matter kick because while visiting Edinburgh back in April, I had been buying some books about Scottish folklore and things like that, so I think I was just still in that mindset of being interested in or on the lookout for any books on similar subject matter. And that's when I saw this book, which not only interested me in regards to the topic it covers, but as I said, it's visually a really beautiful book and one that I am stoked to now have as a part of my collection. And if you want to see what the book looks like for yourself, you can head over to Instagram at Brutally Honest Books, where I have a photo uploaded of the cover of the book. And I do think this goes without saying, because I don't know if there are any listeners who have discovered this podcast apart from Instagram. I feel like all of the listeners have come from there, but just so I've said it, because I don't think I've ever actually explained it. For every book review that I do, there's both a podcast episode like this coupled with an Instagram post. And the Instagram post is very brief, just giving you the highlights. So my rating, who it's good for, the genre, and a sort of mini review of a couple bullet points. But the podcast episode is where I go into further detail on the book. And I can really flesh out what my impressions were, what the book was like, along with any other interesting information to better help you decide whether this would be a book for you or one to steer clear of. So the book I'm talking about today is one that is going to be great for anyone with an interest in history, art history, folklore, or ancient mythology, which I'm sure that you grasped from the title alone, but I do want to emphasize that it's a great book for anyone with just an interest in these topics. So you do not have to have studied these subjects or majored in them. It's really for anyone who's just vaguely familiar with and or interested in stories like Hercules, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, The Fall of Troy, King Arthur and Camelot, Sleeping Beauty, Guinevere and Lancelot, Alexander the Great, Tristan and Isolde, etc., etc., etc. In total, it's 40 different stories and Honestly, all of the information surrounding these stories was told in such a clear and concise way that it made the information both easy to understand and memorable. Plus, it was also organized extremely well, which made my Virgo moon very happy. I just know every time I mention astrology, I lose so much credibility with you all. But anyway, the book was broken up into eight sections, and I'm going to list them, so stay with me. They were heroes and heroines, epic battles, magical events and miracles, villains, crime and murder, quests and journeys, 
animal stories, and love stories. And within each of these sections, there were about five to six stories under that umbrella. So Tristan and Isolde, along with Guinevere and Lancelot, fell under love stories, while Alexander the Great fell under quests and journeys, and the fall of Troy fell under epic battles. So you get the idea. And each story is only four pages long. And the author, Chantry Westwell, managed to do a really great job of giving you an overview of the story, along with any relevant information surrounding it. So she would tell the story along with information about its geographic origin, how popular it was amongst the medieval population, how the story came about, or how the stories were even sometimes used by royalty hundreds of years later to try and connect themselves to these mythical characters through fake genealogies, which was super interesting. But something else that I really want to give Westwell a lot of credit for was telling these stories in their entirety. And what I mean by that is, I've actually read quite a few folklore or mythical history books, like a book on Russian folklore, a book about Norse mythology, all of the Brothers Grimm stories, And something that is a little annoying about these typical books is that they tell every version of the story separately. So they end up telling the same story over and over again, just with varying details. And while it is super interesting to read, because that is a part of their story, the different versions that were told, it does get really boring and kind of frustrating to read because you are essentially just reading the same story over and over again, just with slight changes. So something that Westwell did that I really appreciated was when she told a story, like Hercules, for example, any other variations or versions of the story were mentioned in those four pages, rather than listing out every version of Hercules over and over again which is something that other folklore books tend to do. But these different versions and their key points were still mentioned, like I said, so you do still get the full history of the story in these four pages. And something else I should mention to manage your expectations of this book is that historically, the medieval art of storytelling was telling these stories through illuminated manuscripts. So that is the focus of the book. Every story that is included in the book is also paired with images of their illuminated manuscripts, which was very cool to see alongside the stories. And they were extremely high quality images that were often full page. So it's a very visually rich book as well. So for anyone who jokes about only liking picture books, take note. But because of the way this book is broken up into such clear categories, it also makes this a great book to be able to reference or to just reread certain sections. And I know that at first glance, this book looks really thick, and it looks like a book that you might have to really work your way through. But I think that's just because of the source notes and glossary in the back, because it's only about 365 pages long, which is not very long at all. And remember, there are also a lot of pictures, so even less pages than that. And because each story is only four pages long, you really will breeze right through this book, which I was not expecting, but pleasantly surprised by. 
So at the end of the day, this was a book that I thoroughly enjoyed reading, a book that I really love and I'm now super excited to have as a part of my collection. It was both highly entertaining, if you're someone with an interest in this type of topic, as well as very informative and all-encompassing. So no surprise when I say I would give this five out of five stars. And I know that this book is pretty pricey. It cost me like 40 euros. And to be honest, that was a bit of a risk because I would have hated to have spent so much money on a dud. But lucky for you, I got to be the guinea pig. And for me, it was worth every penny. So let me know if you end up buying this book as well. And as always, stay tuned for more upcoming book reviews. And in the meantime, you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe from wherever you're listening from, follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books, and I will talk to you in the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.